0: This is Pastor Rick Qualls, and I'd like to welcome you to Soul Talk. This is a place where we talk about our souls and the different influences on them uh, for our body, spirit, and mind. We do all of this in order to strengthen our Christian lives. Hi, this is Pastor Rick with Soul Talk. Here in the studio, I have Dave Remboldt with me, and he's helping me to host this program. Always glad to do it. And I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> uh, today, I thought we'd talk about managing spiritual fatigue or burnout. There's uh, a lot of folks going through that right now. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 11:28, 28, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you my rest. Uh, It's kind of interesting that uh, we expect to be physically tired after we've worked out in the yard or after we've done a good workout in the gym. Uh, And you get sore and and you go to bed and you get rested up. Uh, Emotionally, we expect to get uh, worn out after uh, we've had a hard day at work and and cranky customers and uh, a boss that's asking too much uh, of us to get done. We come home and our mind is just, just wore out. Uh, spiritually, though, we can also have spiritual fatigue. Uh, and it, sometimes I think we get the idea that we, we should never have that. We should never hit spiritual burnout. And yet that's part of the journey that's part, and, and we shouldn't uh, be hard on ourselves when that thing happens. We just need to know how to handle it and, and how to go from there.
1: Yeah, I don't, um, just to, to put everyone's mind at ease, I don't know how you can suffer from exhaustion or regular burnout and not get a little spiritual burnout. When I'm exhausted, when I'm tired, I don't feel like praying either. You know? That's exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah, like, um, don't be too hard on yourself, but understand that those two things usually go together. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Not only do we get uh, so that we don't
0: want to pray physically, we, uh, we get a tiredness. Emotionally, we get a tiredness and worn outness. Uh, that's all part of the spirit. The spirit affects all parts of our being. And we need to, to know and, and to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Here's some of the things that you experience when you're in spiritual fatigue. You lose a sense of hope and you start to feel helpless sometimes or trapped or defeated. And that's kind of a scary thing when you start to feel helpless. Um, You just have to remind yourself that you're not, that God is with you, but you may feel like that anyway. Or when you do the same thing over and over and over again and uh, there's nothing new or fresh, you can uh, fall into spiritual fatigue. Or if you lack motivation for life and feel like it's a waste of energy, that's a dangerous sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a sign not only of spiritual burnout but a sign of, uh, of depression and you need to be working on this quickly. Uh, there's five causes that seem to to bring up spiritual fatigue the first one is conflict if you have conflict with your spouse or with your boss or uh, with those customers that are coming in uh, it can create over time a spiritual fatigue where your spirit is just tired of the conflict conflict takes a lot out of our spirit there's also loss. If we lose somebody that we love very much, uh, if you lose a spouse, uh, you're probably going to go through spiritual fatigue and, and spiritual burnout. Uh, that's a tough, tough thing to, to face. And it's going to take a, a, a strong spirit to get through it. But you're also going to have some really tough times. Sometimes illness can do it. Uh, I know there's been times when I've had pneumonia that, uh, have, uh, created spiritual burnout when I tried to keep on working. Hmm. That's a sign of a workaholic, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then if you don't feel like you're accomplishing anything and that you lack satisfaction, uh, and that's a good point, I think, for, uh, business people to know is that if your employee does, they feel like they're not getting appreciated and if they feel like they don't have any control, then they're going to start just going through the motions. And if they stay with you, uh, they're going to be burned out. So here are some things that uh, that we can expect
1: uh, when we hit spiritual fatigue. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to say these are all, so we're listing off all these things that will fatigue us. Yes. Not just physically, but spiritually. And understand that we already, our way of life is not the way we were meant to live. So most people don't understand this. This is like, unless you have a good sense of history, you don't really get this. Um, but the way we live, like kind of the, the Western civilization, industrial culture The way we work, the way we do all of this, like, you know, you know, Mexico, where they actually take the siestas, Mm -hmm. where they go home from work Mm -hmm. for an hour or two in the afternoon and then come back might be a little closer to what it actually is. We we go too hard, too long. Yes. You know, and I don't mean like, you know, just physical labor type work. I mean, like just the what we do to our minds. And even the emotional and mental work. Yeah, yes. E- even to an extent, like this is why recess is in school. Because even with our kids, you send your kids to school, and that was more motivated by the work day. Because parents go off to work and they have, their kids have to go somewhere. Uh huh. So, like, everything is kind of in our world is molded by this false way we operate that wasn't really meant to be the way we operate. Yes So even the way we sleep Is not indicative of most of human history Did you know this? Yes Yeah So like the invention of the electric light Changes the way humans approach sleeping at night Mm -hmm. Now We go to bed way too late Because we have lights Right And then we don't get enough sleep Because we wake up Early in the morning to go to work Before the invention of the electric light, Rick People would go to sleep somewhere just just after sundown mm-hmm. you'd go to bed at like eight o'clock mm-hmm. and then you would wake up m- most humans did not sleep through the night you 'd wake up around one and be up for an hour or two just doing whatever right A lot of people would socialize back in the, the old days they'd walk to the you know their neighbor's well, to property the neighbors. line, you know? <laughs> and you would just There'd chat at two in the morning. on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you'd, you'd be awake for an hour, maybe two, and then you would go back to sleep until the sun came up. And then uh-huh. you would go out and, and, and do your milk farm the work and you know, right. whatever. But that was how most of human history went. So why am I, I'm just saying this to say that, like, we already put a significant amount of stress on our systems just because we've changed something that wasn't the way we were meant to to go about this yes
0: i agree completely uh and it's been at our peril that we've lost the whole idea of sabbath Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, for the jews sabbath is to be a picture of and a symbol uh, an experience of what the future kingdom is going to be like when the messiah comes Mm -hmm. And so they take a totally different approach to Sabbath. It's a time of great joy, uh, a time of being with family, a time of of studying God's word and just anticipating the kingdom. And -hmm. if we had that sense uh, on our Sabbath, whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, it would make a lot of difference in how we
1: felt. Yeah. Let's... uh... Let's take a break. Let's take a Sabbath ourselves. Okay, we'll take a the Sabbath. Then. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody listening can take a break with us, and maybe we'll listen to a little music, and um, you know, just try to think about the things we've talked about, meditate on them, and just let it let it sink in a little bit. Here, you're listening to Soul Talk with Pastor Rick.
0: Spiritual fatigue, that's what we're talking about this morning on Soul Talk. Uh, During the last segment, we talked about uh, what it's like, and if you've ever had spiritual fatigue, you probably identified with a lot of that, but we don't want to stay on what it feels like. We need to know what we can do, and we need to remember the promise that Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, when we're spiritually fatigued, uh, do less of what drains you and more of what fills you. Mm. That's kind of the slogan for uh, spiritual fatigue. Do less of what drains you and more of what fills you. That's how I got this size, by the way. Is that how you got <laughs> that? size? <laughs> I took that literally and I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> too much food. Uh Uh, One of the things to do is uh, those things that spiritually fill you. For me, uh, it starts with meditation. Mm -hmm. I like to just have some listening time with the Lord and uh, really just kind of empty my mind and fill my mind and spirit with the Spirit of Jesus. And uh, that makes a a huge difference. Now, it's not uh, doing it just once that's going to be a magic bullet. But uh, you've got to do it over a period of time, and it, and it will make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, exercise can do that. In fact, if you're going through uh, depression, they say that exercise uh, is the equivalent of an antidepressant. Yeah. You know, It won't take all of the depression away, but it will make an impact. Uh, my favorite thing to do is always to take a long bicycle ride. And I'd like to go 20 or 30 miles and uh, do it in the heat, actually. And uh, uh, I've had to quit that because of some medication problems. But anyway, that was uh, my exercise. Spending some time with the family and playing a little football with uh, the boys uh, and having positive Christian friends that you can just hang out with and talk with. And uh, that makes a huge difference. The second thing is to meditate on scripture, positive verses, and promises of God. One thing that I've done is uh, on Google, ran off a search for 100 Bible promises. And I've got all of those on some paper, and uh, some days for my meditation and quiet time, I just... Uh, start at the first part and read them from promise to promise until I hit one that really fits for the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I just kind of take that uh, to mind. And then we need to make sure that we're spending time to worship, not only individually, but we need to uh, worship with a group. Uh, there's something about uh, group worship that, that can lift you up and being around other believers uh, if praise music is a part of that worship, it can lift you up. and sometimes uh, the praise music is not uh, not bright, uh, but it can express the hurt feelings that you have. And it's putting all of those things together and you're bringing them before God. And He uh, uh, has given us uh, music for that purpose. And sometimes just soaking in some Christian music. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here on KFEX, you get to hear uh, lots of good Christian music, uh, early artists, and we really appreciate KFEX uh, helping us with this broadcast. It would not be possible to do the podcast without their help. So remember that, and uh, remember that with your checkbook, too, if you would. Yeah. Hey, he said it, not me. That's right. That's right. That was spontaneous, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, another thing you can do is spend some time in nature. Uh, you may have noticed that spending some time in nature turns on many of the uh, lists on finding rest, just being outside and breathing fresh air and uh, even uh, experiencing uh, the gift of somebody
1: else taking a walk with you. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Oh, absolutely. Um, is it fair to um, conclude? Because you mentioned, you, you mentioned forms of exercise. So there's physical things you mentioned, uh, playing football with the boys, mm-hmm. your, your grandsons right? Is that what you were? Right. My grandsons love football. So um, there are things you're mentioning that aren't physical rest. So is it fair to say that the Sabbath that God's talking about and the rest that's important to our bodies is, is more of a rest for our minds that we're picking, we're picking things for a lot of people just sitting still can be an issue. And it's important to say that's like when God says you need rest, We're not always talking physically. It can mean physically. Um, Because I do think there's something to the language that's used sometimes, like in Psalm 23, when it says, he'll make you lie down in green pastures. (laughs) Like, I think there's word choice that indicates, hey, if you don't take care of your body and give yourself rest, God will make you rest. (laughs) (laughs) Then you don't want, that's usually not good. Um, But is it fair to, to understand this as a mental rest, a peace. It's almost like pursuing peace by pursuing the things that maybe aren't a physical rest for people, but something that brings your mind and soul peace. Yes. That's
0: it. It's rest for your soul. Mm -hmm. Now your soul is made up of your body, your mind and emotions and your spirit and your spirits, how you connect with God And uh, in connecting with God, it affects our body. It affects our uh, emotional uh, and mental energy. Most of us have jobs where it is quite mental, Mm -hmm. and uh, we have to spend some time recuperating from that. So, yes, what we do spiritually should affect uh, our minds, and that's why going out on a long bicycle ride that's very physical is okay to do on the Sabbath Mm -hmm. uh, because it's giving your mind and your body, body exercise and and your mind some rest. Mm -hmm. And so if we just remember that all three of those parts are intertwined and affect one another, uh, then God wants us to have rest in all three. Okay. Are we ready to take another break? Yeah. Okay. We might give some thought uh, as we take our break about... uh, what kinds of things fill you and uh, we'll be back in a moment. This is Soul Talk, and we're talking today about spiritual fatigue and uh, spiritual burnout and things that you can do to, to help. God wants us to rest, relax, recreate, and renew. And that's originally what God meant by the Sabbath, the time to rest. And that's all parts of your soul. The next thing you need to make sure that you're doing is that you're praying over your spiritual responsibilities. Uh, you may be volunteering for a lot of things, and because you're doing a lot of things, the pastor, will uh, speaking as a pastor, I will go to those who are doing a lot, knowing that uh, they will take on even more. Mm-hmm. And so you have to uh, establish some limits on, on what you can do, and then pray over what you are doing, uh, because God can do a lot of the work that you're uh, making yourself do. He can bring to pass by opening the right doors and by giving you wisdom. And, and uh, uh, so make sure that you're praying over
1: those responsibilities. Now, you bring up an interesting point. Can I make a side point here? Yes. Um, it's not just our job for ourselves to understand we need a break. Uh, you bring up an interesting point there that especially in a church setting, we can be aware of the people who have a tendency to put too much on themselves. Um, like I like to think about, and I, I, for whatever reason, I think about this a lot. I, I'm, I don't know if it's just something God puts on my heart, but I'm keenly aware as the youth pastor at my church and kind of a, a helper, I'm keenly aware of how much my pastor is taking on because he's around my age, mm-hmm. we're, we're so we're in the same place in life, and he's he's got a more obsessive personality when mm-hmm. it comes to details, and mm-hmm. so I'm just keenly aware for him, and I I like to give him reminders like, hey, take this off of yourself, let someone else do it. Like I just like thinking about that. So what I'm saying is is there's we can do this for other people too, who we know are the kind of people who are just gonna keep stacking on. Yes, so we can help other people. Just remind them. I'm not saying I'm ordering anybody. I'm just, you know, as a friend, as as brothers and sisters in Christ, we can do that for each other and say, "Hey, this person's already doing enough. Why don't we? Why don't we find someone else for this task?" Right? Yes, and, and that would be very helpful. Uh, what I've
0: found uh, in through my ministry is that uh, those are the nicest people. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that just love helping others and. And they never really take
1: care of themselves. Yeah, I'm keenly aware of that. And I'm like, let's not break them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, our object is to
0: build people up. So uh, we can help each other that way. I hope I didn't take us too much off course there. Nope, that's right on course. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's right on course. And so we've been talking about how to say no and set up limits uh to uh around your involvements and uh get away from it on a regular basis uh, if you've got hobbies or recreation uh, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is to take a nap mm. amen brother <laughs> amen now we can go can't we yeah uh great Sunday afternoon pastime but do you remember what uh, God said to Elijah uh, no, tell me. No, uh, Elijah was worn out and he told God that he just wanted to die. Oh yeah, now I remember. Uh, yeah, and then God uh, said to take a nap. Mm. And he took a nap. Yeah. And when he woke up, there was some cakes already. oh Yeah. <laughs> I can hear
1: the angels singing. The <laughs> angels were singing and I've
0: often wondered if those cakes
1: were chocolate or, or, anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, Look, I'm just—I always knew that naps were were uh, godly. Yeah, they were a holy thing. Yes. and I've treated them as such. <laughs> <laughs> this is set apart for me. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> this will sanctify
0: us. <laughs> uh, but anyway, after that nap and after the the good food, God told him to take a nap again, and that was when. Uh, he was able to build up the physical strength to do the next thing that God had him ready to do.
1: It's sort of amazing to think there's a story in our Bible, God's Word, where God just tells one of his prophets to take two naps. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing to think about, really. It is. But but it's not in there for no reason. Like, there's a point to it. Yes. And it's exactly what we're talking about.
0: And it's once he was physically ready, then God could... Uh, Reveal himself in a special way. Mm -hmm. And his spirit came not in the earthquake and uh, not in the flood, but it came through a still, small voice. Mm -hmm. And so he, he really could not do well spiritually, couldn't hear from God spiritually until he was physically and emotionally
1: rested. Okay, all joking aside, this is an amazing point. Because we live in a culture that's loud and fast and distracting all the time. Yes. And yet we talk so glibly about a God who speaks in a still small voice. And if you're out there, we talked about spiritual exhaustion, uh, spiritual burnout in a previous segment. This culture is specifically tuned for spiritual burnout and for you to miss the still small voice. You need quiet time and you need rest. And you need alone time. Yeah, that's that's an important point to make, Rick, because that still small voice that when just hearing that phrase, it reminds me of like, oh, yeah, we live in a loud culture and we can't always hear God. And that doesn't mean God's going to speak up. God's going to speak how he speaks. Yes. We're the ones that need to adjust.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you're talking about the loud thing, when you're trying to be alone, that means turn off, I hate to say this, turn off the radio, turn off the TV, mm-hmm. and just get quiet. Yeah, Don't have a lot of background noise. Yeah. Uh, then make sure that you're listening to your body's stress and warning signals. If you're having headaches or backaches or dizziness, insomnia, unexplainable fatigue... Listen to your body. Well, I guess
1: I got to go. <laughs> I, I have all those. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good sign. Not a good sign. All right. I'll, I need to work on this. Uh, yeah, there's a
0: story. Um, I used to have terrible back aches when I was in active ministry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I couldn't figure out what it was, and it was—they were just miserable times. And then my wife put it together. It always happened when there was a wedding that I had to do. Wow. And <laughs> weddings would bring on backaches, huh. and my body was trying to tell tell me, "Hey, buddy, your rest—you are." Uh, Wasted out here, you need some rest. You mm-hmm. need to get ready, get rid of the stress, and approach this with uh, great confidence and great uh, relaxation. Wow. And weddings went better then. And I've hardly had back aches since I retired. Wow. Okay. So
1: yeah, Listen my, to your body. In my young pastoral life here, I have not yet done a wedding, but I've heard the weddings can be very stressful for a pastor, because it's such an important day for the people that you're serving, right? Yes, and there are just
0: high expectations, yeah, yeah. and the expectations really can get way too high. And then you have family conflict between uh, uh, the bride and her mom or, uh, or somebody, <laughs> and uh, that's very unpleasant when you come to the rehearsal and, and there's all this tension yeah. That's in the room. That was a little soul talk bonus, a little insight that was, into the pastoral yes, mind. Yes, that was for our <laughs> pastors. That was for our pastors. And then finally, make sure that you emphasize grace over works. We don't earn God's blessings by what we do. God's grace is there. And that, more than anything, can help to cure uh, spiritual fatigue and spiritual burnout, Remember, do less of the things that drain you and do more of the things that feed your soul. And the best cure, spend
1: time with Jesus. Yeah. It's good stuff right there. It's important to remember that it's not about what we do. He has things for us to do, but don't forget that you're chosen uh, a holy, a holy, you know, people, a, a royal priesthood. You're set apart. You were chosen by him before you were born. Yes. Uh, he took for him for you to be one of his people he loves you and so don't get yourself caught up in that game of I gotta work hard for him
0: okay that's it for today and uh, remember that greater is he who is in you than he that's in the world wraps up today's show. Thanks for listening. Remember, keep trusting Jesus and stay strong.